Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, the newbie, and I'm joined by... Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and we are back again with another episode of... The movie newbie. I'm your host Jabril, and I'm followed. I'm, I'm followed by. Well, they I did, did follow, follow me. you. Yeah, you did, did follow me. I did <laughs> follow you. Yeah. Well, that's the lovely voice of Mr. Rafael Luca. Bonjour. And we usually have another guy with us, and his name is Oliver Mangum. And he is here as well. And I think you brought a special person with us today too. I did. Yeah, we did say we were going to have a lot of guests for this theme, and today is no exception. So I've brought with me to the studio today a wonderful friend of the show, as well as a marketing content executive. Ooh la la, very fancy, a fellow film lover, and also uh, my romantic partner, yeah. uh, Miss Naringa Mikutite. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You're welcome. It's Lovely to have pleasure. you. Yeah. So, um, we're going off with our second episode of our James Cameron master theme. Indeed. And... Um, yeah, so we're gonna come with we're gonna come with a big one this time. I think this is like the notebook oh, yeah. before the notebook happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this yeah. is that romantic thing. The epic romance. Yeah, yeah. What you, what, shall we, yeah. The well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. we're talking about <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> <We're, yeah. laughs> no, we're talking about Titanic. Yeah. We've Titanic, already we've already yeah. told people. Yeah. So, um, I think you might recall from the. F- when we introduced the James Cameron theme, we said we were going to try and do a James Cameron movie from. Uh, the eight, one from the 80s, one from the 90s, and then one from the 2000s. So we thought, you know, if we're picking a movie that James Cameron did the 90s, it has to be Titanic for some reason. I think so. I, I mean, think so. one of the highest grossing films of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, massive, massive deal when it came out in, I believe it was 1997. Yeah, 1997. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And this film has a storied production history as well. Like, up until it came out, people thought it was going to be excuse the pun, a titanic failure, a colossal oh, yeah. failure. <laughs> it was the most expensive, one of the most expensive films ever produced yeah. at that point. Wow. Yeah, but then it was a critical and commercial success and a runaway hit a to everyone's hit. surprise. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, let's get into it, shall we? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's, let's dive in. Initial thoughts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. all right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, who wants to start off? Well, I'll go. go. I remember nice. this was like the first movie that... I remember, like, oh, yeah. the first ever movie, like, that I can mm-hmm. picture in my head. Like, my parents were, like, talking about Titanic, and I remember them saying, like, oh, it's a sad thing. And I remember watching it as, like, maybe, like, a seven-year-old or a six-year-old. And I saw the fucking humans, like, falling off the top oh, of the Titanic God. and shit. I remember crying because of that. <laughs> and, yeah, that was, like, one of my earliest memories of, like, a movie experience. Watching it like on a like a illegal VHS that someone like taped while they were like on holiday, and then yeah. they brought it to Saudi because there was no cinemas at the time, so um, that was the only way you could watch new movies unless you went to Bahrain. So yeah, that was like my first experience with Titanic. But gotta say, I was I wasn't really a fan other than the amazing set. Mm. Other than mm. that, I was kind of like eh. boring. Not boring, <laughs> just kind of like dated. Yeah. Very yeah. dated. And long. Yeah. And long. Long yeah. dot com. Yeah. But like young long young ugh, young Leonardo DiCap was like crazy. I thought that was pretty cool for twenty two. Yeah. Or twenty one. Twenty two yeah, or twenty one. He was he baby. looked super young he in the film. Yeah. Young, yeah. I thought he actually looked considerably younger than than, K- than, than Kate, Kate Winslet, yeah. who was playing like a sixteen year old in the 17. film. Seventeen. Oh. Yeah. And she was like in almost thirty at that time. I don't, no, I don't know. She would have been twenty three, twenty two. I think she was they oh. were both pretty young yeah, actors oh, at the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, I like their performances. But yeah, for the most part, I 
didn't really connect with the movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of uh the present day stuff really threw it off for me. I really didn't like that. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting cuz I thought that would have been the stuff that you liked the most because Jabril, you're a fan of James Cameron's deep sea diving documentaries, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Um, so that stuff did that not interest you? No, because I'm like, <laughs> I'm here to watch the Titanic, yeah. not a documentary. Yeah. Right? It, it added on like an extra 45 minutes. It did. And it didn't it really did. do anything to the story for me. So, yeah, those are my initial thoughts. I don't want to get into it too much right now. But how about you guys go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember watching this again when I was, when I was a kid, too. Uh, but back in Paris. Uh, so, that was, so that was a long time ago. Um, I thought I'd maybe watch this in Singapore. But no, 1997, I was living in Bonneuil-93, you know, the rough side of Paris. So... I probably watched it in some dodgy cinema, but it's in French. In French, yeah, mm-hmm. in French, dubbed. Um, Jacques, 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 Jacques. Rose. <laughs> Rose, je vais jamais te laisser Rose. It's um, it's yeah, it, it did, it it left a mark. It's a movie that you know, despite what you want to say about it, despite the the amount of cheese that you know is was in my mouth when I watched it, because I was like, my God, look at all. Was that because you were in France? Yeah. But it's it is a cheesy, you know, fest. Yeah. I think um, with I, I I don't know, you know, the the body can be basic, like Titanic body can be basic, but I think you know, rewatching it, there were la- there, there was a surprising skeleton to it, um, with with layers and with themes that still kind of resonate today um so there was a bit of a you know surprising kind of um anecdotes uh that came out um and it's still like for me yeah watching it as a kid and watching it now i'm still thoroughly impressed by the spectacle of it all especially as Mm. soon as you know titanic hits that iceberg and everything goes south um that's when that's when you know I, i start intently watching because I am yeah, thoroughly impressed by how James Cameron kind of sinks this ship. Really. Yeah, mm. it's really impressively done. Um, but what are your what are your thoughts, Naringa? My thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was born in the year that this movie was out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, but I, we know her age now. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember, yeah, like watching it on TV for years and years, and I specifically remember never finishing the whole of the movie because it's so long and especially with ads and stuff so i watched it for like five years never seeing the full ending Mm -hmm. just because i just i would just fall asleep what happens to that ship (laughs) (laughs) i hope they make it i hope they they have a nice life yeah yeah. (laughs) they see the statue of liberty yeah no so yeah i I did and watching now i definitely thought it was way too long but also, weirdly, before we watched it, I was kind of thinking that it's very hard to watch Titanic or, like, review it because it's so ingrained mm-hmm. in your... Like, even if you haven't mm. seen it for years and years, it's still there. References are still there, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. you've grown up with it, so I was kind of hoping for some sort of, like, nostalgic feeling or maybe liking it more mm-hmm. because of all the previous viewings or all, like, the things, but then it didn't really yeah. do it that much for me yeah, as yeah. I thought it would. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I, I fall somewhere similarly with you, Naringo, on that one. So I watched this film when I was a small child, too. I think my parents got the videotape, maybe, a, you know, like back VHS? then, I think, VHS, yeah, yeah like yeah. a year or two after this film came out in the cinemas. I, so actually, my first recollection of this film was I remember my babysitter and mum talking about it when I was out in the cinemas. And my babysitter was telling my mum, bring your tissues, you know, it's, it's a tearjerker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then we got the videotape a year or so later, and we all sat down to watch it as a family. And I would have been probably about seven or eight at the time. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, 
for the for the for the ben- for my benefit, I'm going to say I was younger because what happened was that when it became apparent that Jack Jack wasn't going to make it, mm-hmm. I um uh, I started to cry, oh, yeah. and I didn't want my parents to see me cry, so I tried to make an excuse that I needed to go to the bathroom. Oh. My parents were like, it, "It's okay if you want to cry. It's a sad story." I was like, yeah. "No, I just really need to go to the bathroom." <laughs> um, but uh, but it really affected me. You know, I I think I think this the tragic love story really hit me on an emotional level. Yeah, and I don't cry as easily now as I did back then. But I do like a good cry. I like it when a film can push me mm-hmm. to that place. So I was going into this film hoping that I would it would get me there, and unfortunately, it it didn't. I think. It didn't. Um, no, yeah. I was left kind of cold by the experience this mm-hmm. time. I'll say, like, the practical effects are incredible. Some mm-hmm. of the spectacle towards the end is just jaw-droppingly effective. Mm-hmm. But I think James Cameron is trying to spin a really timeless classic love story using really broad archetypes and timeless themes. He's going for big, he's going for universal, and it just yeah. doesn't quite land for me. And I think the biggest reason for that is that I just didn't buy the romance this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I'm older. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit colder inside. But it just, the central romance didn't really work for me. Therefore, everything that it hinges on mm-hmm. didn't really work either. Yeah. So um, those are my general thoughts. But yeah, more on that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think there is, maybe because we've been weighing down over the years, or we've seen better love stories put you know, together. Especially in recent years, I think there's been a yeah, lot of yeah. really good love stories that are like and equal yeah, and grounded, grounded yeah. In reality. Um, this one's a bit again, it's your it's your Casablancas, it's your Gone with the Winds, it's these epic sweeping, you know, romantic tales that uh, maybe they don't resonate anymore because we don't buy into it anymore, you know. We don't um mm. there was maybe a thrill for it back in nineteen ninety seven. But I guess it, it is a sort of escapism. So either you buy into it and you're really thrown into, you know, this whole uh, epic tale or you pull yourself out really quickly and you're like, nope, not buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think, um, you know, if we're going to talk performances, I, I still think Leo and Kate had yeah. incredible chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're probably working, you know, they were working with a script that wasn't, you know, <laughs> conventional or that wasn't like, you know, it was very exposition-y. It was very... Um, yeah. How do you that like straight off the bat in the like the present day stuff? Yeah. I was like, see, this is the Titanic. Yeah. And the iceberg. Has never heard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought that was a clever. I, I, to be honest, I that when they when they when they um when they showed the whole ship sinking, you know, they're basically telling you the film and how yeah. it ends. I thought it was a clever plot device because I think so too. You yeah. are actually um you get to you you get all the awareness of what's going on which with each mm. department of the ship and what happens when it starts sinking. And I think that's really impressively done because you 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 then when it hits when the iceberg hits you like know oh, oh this is starting from the I'm not talking about that oh, I'm okay. talking about in the beginning of the movie where they're yeah and the guy showing like the um the yeah, 3D the, the, sort the, of the recreation in the movie. yeah yeah no yeah. I I but I I think that part worked actually because it does hit a touch upon one of the mm. I guess one of the actual themes that this movie has which is that you know, if you weren't there, you can't really experience what mm-hmm. it must have felt like because mm-hmm. that's what she's saying. You know, he may be able to you know, lovingly recreate or perfectly recreate what happened with the ship using the modern technology. But as uh, the older Rose's character says, you know, mm-hmm. that may be exactly what happened, but the experience of living through it was different. quite different and only survivors like me could ever mm-hmm. really know what happened on the Titanic. I and just- that brings you back into the past. I just thought it was useless because at some point, um, the designer of the boat who was on there, what's his name, Mr. Anderson? The architect. Yeah. The architect, or was mm. it 
Johnson. I think it was Anderson. Um, I can't remember. The Irish the guy. The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he also explained the whole thing, like when he brought the blueprints out. So I was yes. like, why That's do you true. have to do this twice? Mm. I think like, they would just want to need to show some process yeah. of, of yeah, a three of, hour movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah exactly. <laughs> but that does make sense. Like, why would he be showing a passenger that kind of information, yeah. you know? He was showing, wasn't, no, but he was showing it to the, uh, to one of the financiers or the, or the, like promoters. the rich people. Yeah, the one mm. of the, the guy who was pushing to get Mustache there earlier. Man, yeah. The, um, what's his name? He had the, oh, his character had the best name, Spicer Lovejoy. Is it Spicer Lovejoy? <laughs> Spicer Lovejoy, <laughs> yeah. Spicer but Lovejoy. he was explaining to, I think, some of the financiers or the businessmen involved in the mm. enterprise why they are going to sink and why mm. there's no stopping it now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that that was just them wanting to depict mm. some of what would have been going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the drama yeah. behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, so you mentioned the chemistry between Leonardo and Kate Winslet. So yeah. I actually, I'll have to disagree with you there. I didn't actually think they had much chemistry watching okay. it this time. Mm. What, what did you think, Naringa? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I actually in general, don't really think it's a love movie or it's yeah. like a love story. It's more of like a crush like and a, a like, fling. you know, like it's a summer fling. Yeah, yeah like yeah. they only knew <laughs> it's each other. It's a ship fling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, it's pass. it's not really love, love. You know, yeah. there's... Kind of sounded like me. What does it mean? <laughs> so for the for the record, just to explain what happened to no, the I listeners. Don't think it came in. Oh, oh no. Okay. So this okay. is gonna make no sense this to the people to the listening to this we podcast. We just heard something pretty pretty funny. Uh, uh, Jay accidentally, or I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm pretty sure I hit the. The, the little pad yeah. thing. A sound, sound effect. effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either you okay. heard or you didn't. But, um, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but, Nariga, so you, you, did you not feel, uh, were you, uh, you in the same boat as Ollie here? Um, uh, the puns are coming thick and fast. Um, <laughs> in terms of the chemistry, kind of lackluster. And you thought it wasn't really a love story, but a story of, um, well, what was the genre for you? Like, what's. Yeah, I, I don't know, because it's, I mean, it's romantic, you yeah. know, but it's not like it's this epic love. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. how how well are you going to love someone that you knew for like two days, Honestly. you know? Honestly. Like there was like yeah. a really, I really like the scene when they're dancing in like the Irish Bay, you know, mm, like doing the, j- yeah. like all of the, that I thought that was like quite good chemistry. Mm. But I think because the dialogue was pretty bad, mm-hmm. like it was yeah. so like, yeah. and I mm-hmm. think because they were delivering these lines, there wasn't like any kind of, you know, yeah. Um, it's hard to like make it sound good. So sometimes, like they would say something, just like, oh, it's yeah. so and, bad. And, and what, what's what's weird is that we we're all com- we're all, we'd all probably agree that this film is too long. Yeah. We'd want it to be shorter. Yet it it's weird because this film is both too long, and yet I also still feel like Nothing it happens. didn't have enough time <laughs> to develop the relationship yeah. between yeah. Kate and Jack. Like looking back in this film, I always thought that their affair sort of developed over several days, but of course they're only on the ship for maybe two or three days. Yeah. And so everything that happens to them happens in the span of maybe 12 hours before they decide we're going to run away together and live mm-hmm. the rest of our lives mm-hmm. together. And I guess that's how it could happen. People get caught up in the emotion, but I never felt like, like that, that, that electricity between yeah. two people that you can, you can portray it well in a movie that shows two people are falling in love really yeah. fast. Yeah. I was, true. Like there, there were times in the movie where I was like, "Oh yeah, there is chemistry," and there were t- like I was kind of like on the fence about it because, like you said, yeah, it was kind of a bit of a crush. But then I'm also trying to like give them the benefit of the doubt, where it's like, they, it's like kind of like that whole love at first sight, you know? We're mm. we're going to this new country, or or actually no, they're both American, right? So yeah, yeah, um, so they're going back. They're going back home yeah. or whatever. Mm. But I I think I'm leaning more towards no chemistry. Just because maybe when the first time I watched it, I was watching it through the lens of 
like a kid. So it kind of felt like a teenage romance where like that's all you need, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like that's love. Yeah. But now like watching the movie, I it looked like Rose was like kind of yeah, like this is fun for me and it was more like Jack was chasing her. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Uh, She's like, "Ooh, I get a painting out of it. Awesome." Yeah. yeah. It's a really good one too. Yeah. Uh, or a drawing. Yeah. yeah. Drawing, like yeah. I thought I think you mentioned this in our bonus ode. Mm. Um, it was kind of like the female hero in a way. Like yeah. I felt like the movie was about Rose. It, yeah. While initially yeah. I thought it was like the couple. Yeah, I think I think I think James Cameron does put more of a voice on Rose, and and Jack is just there as almost like as a tool to release her. You know, like her like metamorphosis, kind of. Kind of yeah, yeah, kind of just to like exposure to freedom independence well, well, a that's lifestyle that's against what she what she you know currently is so it's a it's also a tale of survivorship right of like you know surviving as a woman in the 20th century uh in this aristocratic kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. you know because i think there's a line and i wrote it down um that the mother says um she says mm. she says hold on i think i know the me. one you're talking about yeah, yeah. I, I think she I says it's not it, the one about it's not it's never easy being a woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly that mm. one. Um, and I yeah that resonated with me because you know to to this day you know there's still women that struggle um, with with that you know with that kind of independence and you know the layers of of being subjected to like you have to do this you have to do that you have to and you know she's she's basically like cattle she's being shipped off to like you know marry mm. this guy that she doesn't know and. And it's that whole like out of her choice, out of her control, and they have to do that to survive. And the mother probably had to do the same thing to survive, but they lost the dad, so they probably came from an affluent family, but lost the father. So then they were, you know, scrunching. Mm. Well, I money. think the father had, had um had secretly lost ah, all of their money. Lost all of their money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, she right. mentioned that that when when he died, they discovered that he had left them with loads of debt. Yeah, he hadn't talked to them about. That's right. It was That's like, right. um, yeah, it's like the whole marriage was like. Just it was a marriage of convenience. Yeah. They needed yeah. it for their for their survival, mm-hmm. yeah. which was commonplace in in kind of the ar- aristocratic world. Yeah, of course. Right? So I mean, it still is. It still is. Still is a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't find the quote, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for bearing with me. Nothing. Um, but there is that. So that those are the la- like those are this is this kind of skeleton that I start to see, and it was always there. But I guess as I you know I wanted to put a more critical perspective mm. on this on this movie, and I wanted to like really dig deep and see you know, what I could find under the sea. Um, and yeah, I found surprising <laughs> elements. I know they're coming, they're coming. Um, no, I just, just made me think of that song from The Little Mermaid. Under the sea. Down where it's wetter, under the sea. Um, Not so for yeah, those there people. Was, there, were, there, were, there were nice little trinklets that, that, you know, that popped out that made it more, that made it le- less base, a less basic experience of like, oh, you know, whatever, this is just, you know. I'm just waiting for the sink for the ship to sink. That's that's the interesting part for me. But you know, I was trying to really find little moments. Um, so yeah, little moments of sexism, classism. Mm. That could have definitely been you know more excavated. That could have been mm. you know. I would have loved to see like the story of the men in the furnace. I would have loved to see like yeah a, yeah a, a deeper look into the actual departments of the ship. So like yeah, the mm. men in the furnace, the waiters, the 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 servers. Um, their experiences, right? That would have been yeah. uh, a fascinating watch if it was. But but you know, Cameron probably wanted a love story to 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 grapple and to to to, to come to invite more more of an audience. I, yeah. Like I think it's 
kind of stereotypical to have that like Aladdin kind of love story, right? Like, sure. Like, yeah. But <laughs> it kind of is. Disney's done it yeah. already, guys. You know, it kind of is. is Wait, so, do you mean um, as in a like love story between people from different classes who yeah. aren't allowed well, to be together? Well, it is kind of like that. But, like, but those stories are always going to be appealing to people. That's a really universal story yeah. and always yeah. will be. But I agree with you on that. I, I would have liked to see more about like the the classes, like the classism within like that kind of structure. Ship, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. like, what's that? Train show that you guys like, Snowpiercer, or no? Maybe it's not you guys that like it. I like the movie. Uh, I like the movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, never, movie? I've never seen the TV series. Oh, okay. the TV well, uh, have, wait, Nuring, have you seen Snowpiercer? No. Okay. Sorry. But yeah, it's just like that class divide and stuff. And yeah. I mean, it was weird for me because like there were minorities of color in the actual Titanic, but in this movie, oh, there was all, none. Everyone's white. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's white in it's this like movie. Even the mi- like, even the minorities in this movie were Caucasian, so I was yeah. just like, uh, that's like one historical <laughs> inaccuracy that I didn't enjoy. Yeah, and it's definitely a, f- yeah. it's a full f- whitewash, especially yeah. when you're, you know, looking at it now. The know. accents yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Not great. Yeah, it's one of the first films I've seen where I actually finished watching, and I was like, I feel like that was racist towards Italians. <laughs> People don't talk about Italian racism, yeah. but that character, what was his name, Fabrizio? Or Fabrizio, Fabrizio, yeah. Fabrizio, that was such, I mean, maybe that actor really is Italian. I, I don't think so, though, because that so. accent was, and like, wasn't like even it was like, Ma- it was like Mario on, <laughs> if he had, like, inhaled yeah. helium or something. <laughs> it was, it was bizarre. It was so bizarre. You could yeah. replicate him really well, though. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, this is my uh, <laughs> my impression of Fabrizio from Titanic. <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> As the thing collapses. <laughs> when he's about to be killed by, like, the chimney. <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, even us making fun of it now feels kind of wrong, but it, that, I'm, I'm not. We're not making fun of Italians. It's just the accent is so yeah, over the it's top. So over yeah. the top. It's and so offensive. Even the, like the Swedish ones that were like playing poker in the the beginning of the movie with Fabrizio, yeah. and uh, where he's like, "Oh no!" Like, <laughs> and, and so, and on next week's episode, we're gonna bring back my. Uh, good friend Federico and we were both watching this movie together and every time Fabrizio said something I would turn to Fede and he'd be like oh man this guy is like, <laughs> this is Bastardo. like <laughs> what are they doing to my culture yeah um, yeah. yeah it was it was strange there like, was there was definitely a, uh, a few or if not a few uh, a lot of like offensive little bits there's yeah. one line that I wrote down that Rose uh, says um, here we go again <laughs> <laughs> One, Can you uh, hear the screech of the brakes hitting the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was like a sh- slave ship. Um, oh, mm. and I was like, girl, Mm-mm. I was like, girl, you, you're white, <laughs> you're, you're rich, you're rich. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, like a slave ship. Um, but yeah, so that that line, I was like, ooh, duh, that, that that won't float. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that boat. Wait, did you write that down? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, no. These lines are all coming out of me uh. in the moment. Um, but you know, taking all that away, what what was one of the you know what was one of the great things that you still found? Oh wow, this you know I guess technically on the technical aspect, you were still very much impressed of how James Cameron kind of pulls. You know the whole sinking ship off. Not, was not, there, were you yeah, not yeah. just that. Man. Yeah, I really liked the one scene in particular when. Um, 
when Kate was running with the axe to go save Jack oh, yeah. and it was like mm. really like the lights were flickering and the water mm. was all around that and I mm. thought that was like yeah. a really really impressive shot yeah. mm -hmm. so like there was a lot of great scenes like that especially mm. in like the lower compartments when the yeah. water was kind mm. of coming in and that water looks cold and yeah. it yeah. was cold yeah one funny thing though yeah. that was like I laughed so hard at that when like Jack is in the in the water and she like cuts off the, her his um handcuffs handcuffs yeah. and then he's like he's already in the water but then he like goes and he's like oh no it's so cold yeah, like, yeah. you've been in the water for like 30 <laughs> minutes that, that happened that <laughs> happened twice because when right? she was um trying to go underneath the door like she was hanging out in it yeah like, water up to here but when it goes onto her face she was like oh, <laughs> <laughs> those those i mean i i i watched the uh the making of and those are honest reactions because that water was legit cold yeah but like Half of her body was in the water. No, but your your body acclimates to the part that's actually right. underwater, right? It's like you mean have you ever like gone into cold water and it goes up to your waist I don't and know. you're eventually I, I can't you guys know okay. I can't handle the oh, cold. Fair like, enough. As yeah. soon as yeah, it's yeah. cold, I'm just like <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you would later. survive the Titanic. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, Wait, so did James Cameron make the water cold on purpose so that he could um produce those reactions yeah yeah and also because cold water actually looks different mm -hmm. um, oh. it's like bluer you can, yeah, you green, can, it's, yeah it's bluer it, it, it's more translucent um you it's it's more see-through essentially um than than kind of warm water mm -hmm. it, it, there is like a variation of, of color yeah. uh, well, that bounces through the lights i wanted cameras. to ask you something i've oh. heard something about like how actors will kind of make themselves feel uncomfortable to get into a character mm. like i've heard of something where um i'm not sure who did it but they used to put a pin under the knee underneath their foot Easy. so they could walk differently while they act sure sounds like walking like yeah. phoenix would do something like that <laughs> maybe yeah so like would do you think the the temperature of the water would have like a, a big enough effect for the characters to, or the actors to get into that oh yeah mode? for sure for sure i there was a the in have you have you been taught things like that in, in school uh, never we've never. always been taught safe acting okay uh, safe acting is, is the only way to go i mean you know once you get out into the industry you can do whatever you want mm -hmm. uh, just as long i mean just don't fuck with um your your cast members the crew you know be respectful and be safe around those people mm -hmm. you know when you're doing a collaboration you you have to be you have to be you have to be safe with with the people that you work with. It has to be a safe environment. Well, James Cameron has um a history a history of, of of torturing his cast and yeah. crew, oh, not really? necessarily on purpose, but taking them through the ringer. Yeah. So um actually so it all goes back to the Abyss, for example. That's a notorious example in Hollywood. Um, that's a film where a lot of it takes place underwater, and a lot of the actors, including I think it was Ed Harris. <laughs> said, I thought I was actually going to drown at several points making that film. Wow. And I think one of the female cast members walked off set at one point because it was she felt it was so dangerous. And then on Titanic, um, it was just, I, I don't know about dangerous, but it was a really labor-intensive shoot. Mm. And James Cameron was known is known to be quite fierce on set. You know, he really takes on the responsibility of the director to heart and thinks of himself much like a war general, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And so apparently he made quite a few enemies in the crew. And what happened once was that um, there was a food poisoning outbreak on set because someone had actually poisoned the food in the cafeteria. Wow. And apparently, including James Cameron, and it was apparently because one of the crew was disgruntled and wanted to deliberately poison James Cameron. This was the abyss. As revenge. No, this was Titanic. Titanic. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, so you see, you fuck with the crew, the crew will fuck with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Heath Ledger did that with... Uh, when he was the Joker, 
Like, uh, he used to fuck around and, like, stay in character all the time. I, and, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, Jer- uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto, uh, sorry. Yeah. Maybe, Jared Leto. maybe it was Jared I think it's Jared Leto. Yeah. Leto. Yeah. Jared Leto, Jared Leto yeah. would send, like, dead rats or whatever. Yeah. And, like, use condoms to his fellow crew like, member cast. There is literally no point of doing that. Yeah. Because, and his performance wasn't even great. So I mean, it's <laughs> like, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the point of that? You, and, and you're scarring and you're traumatizing other mm-hmm. people. Like, you have to work. And, like, James Cameron, would I ever want to work with him if I ever get the chance? Like... It'd be very daunting. It'd be a very mm-hmm. scary experience because of the. F- I don't know if he's still like that. He probably had to tame it down mm-hmm. uh, as the industry is like, uh, you know, evolving and changing. But but back then, yeah, he could probably push push it to the limit. He could probably get and you you know you you get that sense when when the when the sink's shimping and when shimping <laughs> sinking um, when the ship's sinking and and you you I don't know you feel like kind of that euphoric or catharsis uh, when it's especially if it's the large scale with all the extras you, f- you there's a sense of danger uh, some bits where I was like um is this you know how how did they get away with that or how how did they how were they able to shoot that um, and they, yeah there were moments where yeah James Cameron probably was that militaristic kind of mindset of like let's keep going let's keep shooting and let's make sure that we get honest reactions. Does it work? It, yeah, technically it does, but is it safe? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, and talking about positives, do we want to yes. maybe discuss a little bit more about the um, the technical achievements yeah. of this film, mm, right? Because I think we're all in agreement mm. here that maybe save for a few p- bits of CGI that haven't aged super well, I think mm. the technical achievement like, is incredible. Yeah. Mm. I wanted to ask, like, how much CGI there was in this movie. Well, I, I don't I mean, I'm sure it would have been dotted out throughout. Right. I haven't watched the making of, but I do know that they they built um from scratch mm. essentially the one tail end of the ship, yes. right? So that yeah. when it lifts up into the sky on or goes vertical, mm. that is something that you're actually seeing yeah. happen. Yeah, you're actually seeing um, happen on a set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's, in a yeah. It's, it's, that's incredible. They, they they actually redid the whole model of the ship, mm-hmm. but only to one side. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that is a full scale. There's a full scale Titanic. They almost went all the way, like um, half, like like uh, half half, like um, from the head to the from, tail, or like half, no, like the, the stern of the ship or yeah, something. Yeah, the stern of the ship to the back of the ship to the, to the okay. ship's ass. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, so so that's impressive, and and they hired um, the same people. That um, carpented and and uh, provided the the wood and everything to the actual ship of the Titanic. Wait, oh. they hired the same people. Yeah. Were they still alive? Wait, yeah, what the hell? How did they do that? Yeah, that's the same company that provided the wood. Uh. And the, so why like, why and would you use the same company though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'd be funny if like there was another disaster during the shooting of the Titanic, <laughs> like the model boat itself capsized, and James Cameron was like. Where did we go wrong? <laughs> oh, wait, well, we used the same people. That's, that's kind of like the curse because the Titanic was based off of this other ship called the Titan, which also sank, and it was supposed uh, to be the unsinkable ship. So there's something, it's kind of like uh, that that play <clears throat> that Shakespeare wrote. Because apparently that's that's unlucky to say. The, oh, the Scottish oh, right. play. Scottish yeah, the Scottish play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Kind of yeah, like, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, the cursed ship. Um, which looks really haunted when you're, you know, what, those are actual f- um, video footages what, in the beginning, the bits mm-hmm. that you don't mm-hmm. like of, of of the actual ship. I mean, um, I liked it when they were getting onto the ship, that whole scene where mm-hmm. there was just like a commotion of people and yeah. that was really impressive to me. I, I really like that. And I think that's one of the CGI scenes maybe. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. It looked huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think whenever you Liverpool. see a full body shot of the ship that 
is using some sort of CGI yeah. right. and some and the, and trickery. The, yeah, and they were using motion capture for the first time as well. Um, placing, you know, when, when it's kind of zoomed out and you see the people on the ship, mm. that's, that's, you know, mm. actual people using motion capture. And motion capture was just, you know, kind of being Ew. born in, 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 this, in that time. Um, and that's James Cameron dabbling with, you know, what later came as the avatar of mm -hmm. him really going for it with a performance capture. Mm. Um, so, yeah, t I think technically, but yeah, did you, did you have a moment for, for you, Duringa, where, you, yeah, technically you were awed or you were like um, bereft? I don't know. Like, maybe just in general, like the way that it was filmed, like the whole sequence of this ship sinking, especially when, yeah. like, you see in the, in the water and when it, like, starts breaking and yeah. and especially like the last bit when like people are like start like falling off oh yeah, yeah. and it like completely turns and then they're like holding off and i thought like the way they got into the water like right at the end was pretty impressive although it's again it's quite interesting like obviously the main characters are going to be like the last ones to um <laughs> to get in the water you yeah know? yeah to get in the water yeah, yeah. yeah no absolutely I mean, there are yeah, there are there are moments uh, of sheer spectacle that yeah, that's still you know, take my take my breath away, um, take my breath away, um, except I can say Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I um, thought I thought one 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 part where the the use of uh, of a natural set or a natural model really came in handy was when you were trying to communicate the scale of the thing, and there was this shot that the um, James Cameron went back to a couple of times. Maybe you remember it, where it's a shot from the ocean level. And you're seeing the back of the of the ship, the stern, turn up, and you're seeing all the people at the bottom mm -hmm. in those life jackets mm -hmm. set against the back of the ship. And in yeah. that moment, you get a sense of how, how big it is, like compared to the average human yeah. being. And yeah. he uses that shot several times whenever the boat is sinking into the water as well. And I thought that looked like that does yeah. that really does blow you away. I mean, that's like one of the uh, that shot of the boat in the distance with the like just. Uh, the three chimneys you know like kind of once it's tipping oh yeah and then you can see the like just like tiny it looks like ants you know yeah. just in comparison where like you can see just how like i just can't imagine what that must have felt like being right? there yeah, yeah. Like, like the scale the scale of that ship right you really get its full grandeur yeah. and its full like height and you almost weight you can feel its weight as well yeah um so i think recreating the yeah yeah the sheer size of this thing you know it was called literally the titanic and i think it was really well recreated um which gives you all all the emotions i think when it starts to sink because you are thinking oh my god how mm. the, like, i think it hit <laughs> home when um the captain like kind of leaves uh, everyone and goes yeah goes yeah. To, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah captain hill is that his name uh, the Captain Smith. Captain yeah. Smith. Bernard Edwards, Hill. Is, Edward is, Smith. Yes. Yeah, yeah Edward mm. Smith. So, so what is it? I heard. Uh, oh, sorry. Bur names. Bernard Hill is the actor. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bernard, Bernard Hill is the actor who played okay. Captain yeah, King, Edward Smith. King okay. Theoden right up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a captain always sings with his ship. Yep. He yep. always stays. Like and, Dido. Well, and yeah. the band. And the band. I, yeah. That's That was like my favorite moment of the movie. Yeah. yeah that Where was he like starts playing the violin. One more song. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't. Like they all leave. And then he stays. And I was like, Save it for the questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, okay, so I did have one question though regarding the, um, or one comment I wanted to make regarding the, the action towards the end. So I, I think we're all in agreement. A lot of it's really impressive. But did any of you find it a little bit uncomfortable or perhaps in poor taste at a certain point? So there are lots of shots, for example, of bodies falling off the edge when it's um, on its yeah. when it's cap yeah. when it's turning up and like hitting um, chimneys of, and yeah. pylons yeah. and after, and there were like several shots of this I'm like this is quite gruesome and then you think 
this actually happened, and mm-hmm. this is turning a, a tragedy that took thousands of people's lives into essentially a a long action sequence. I know it's not an action scene in the film in the same sense as, say, Die Hard, but mm. I don't know. There was a point where I was like, I don't know if <laughs> this seems a bit in poor taste, perhaps. Uh, I think I think maybe it was just done a little too much. Yeah, yeah it's a bit one gruesome. Or t- yeah. One or two would have been fine, but... There- <coughs> Excuse me, <laughs> but um, poor taste. Like, yeah, yeah. Poor oh, taste. Oh. yeah. <laughs> um, no, there was there were just some times where, yeah, it it was. I don't know. I'm just thinking of like a '90s audience. Like maybe it would have been. I don't know. Kind of trying to transport them into what it might have seemed like, mm-hmm. like trying to make you feel as if like this is a gruesome thing that's happening right now. Yeah. So. I don't know. It depends on like how you view that. Yeah. Do you think it's like you're you want to transport the audience into this feeling of being like like death is happening all yeah. around you yeah. or was it done too much? But there were ways know. to do that I think without necessarily showing it. Showing a lot yeah. of like gruesome violence and mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. happening to all of those people. You know, I think you got a sense of the mass tragedy, you got a sense of the fear of it all without having to see bodies literally bouncing off the side of the ship. Um, but you know that that's just a small nitpick, really. I have a question yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Um, so when we when the whole like kind of sinking ship sequence starts and it's like probably like one of the longest sequences in the <coughs> film. Mm-hmm. And did you ever feel like there was a lot of like unnecessary dramatic elements within the story that made it just like kind of I guess maybe to long it out? Like for example, the scene when the fiance is like running around with the gun in the sinking oh, yeah. ship. And it's like, oh, yeah. the ship is already sinking. Yeah. This what is so doing? much drama. And then you're like adding all of these yeah. unnecessary, like yeah. three times going to same someone and go yeah. down back in. I just felt like there was a bit too much of that. What did you guys think? Com- I, I completely thought, agree. Yeah, I thought yeah, not absolutely. even the fiance, like the fiance's henchman. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. 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 Like who was that dude? <laughs> Loverjoy, no? What's his name? <laughs> no, it's not that was that was the name of the uh the financier, oh, the businessman. Right, the right, right. um uh yeah, I completely agree with yeah. you. We were actually talking about this because we watched this film together and um yeah, it it because like this film it is way too long. You could have immediately cut out a lot of that and mm-hmm. and had them just trying to get onto boats yeah. and uh you know hanging off the edge of the boat when it came down. All of that was more than dramatic enough, and like it just seemed completely ludicrous that they'd be spending their last hours potentially alive on a sinking ship, yeah. uh, running away from a guy with a gun. <laughs> like you're already about to sink into the water. You're already all gonna die anyway. So why is this there happening? Was like, yeah, there was one like great moment as well when like the ship is sinking, and I think um, Kate and Jack do something, and then like one of the guys who works on the ship, he's like, "Oh, you're gonna have to pay for that." Yeah, it's like. <laughs> like, yeah. why would you even say that? Like, yeah. or, or that like long hesitation by the guy that's like trying to run away, and then he like tries to open the door for them, yeah. and then the keys yeah. fall. Yeah, I was like, you could have done it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like moments like that where Take I want to go two x yeah. on this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. it, it took all of me to not like speed through a few parts yeah. of this movie, man. <laughs> yeah, because there were times in this movie where I was like, this is so unnecessary. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that's what I found about this movie. At the end of the day. There were like twists and plot points that were like extended too long and they could have been done in just a simple way. Like, for example, um, the fiance bribing the guy to let him have a seat. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. you didn't have to go through that entire sequence and that entire thing. You can just maybe like just kind of make it as a little twist, a little anecdote that, oh, he tried to betray all of us and take a thing rather than have this whole chase. And 
Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. I think he just, maybe James Cameron felt he wanted to sh- draw out, show almost in real time yeah. the process. I think it was almost in real time, yeah, the process of the was. boat sinking. It so, Because it, it is about an hour and a half of yeah. the film that we're watching mm-hmm. the boat slowly sink. So maybe he didn't have the courage of his convictions just to sort of sit in that and wanted to have some kind of character drama always going on throughout that, which is understandable, I guess. But To achieve the whole hour and a half, two hour mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sinking ship. But it's all safe to say that we were drowned by the <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Nice. Well done. Uh, should we move on to questions? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah we can. Do we have a yeah, do we, we have, have a stinger? Little, yeah. Little, little no, button. that's from oh. the mystery oh. question. Uh, well, well, we could play something else then, right? Yeah. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we're just testing it out, guys. We'll Bear with us. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. <laughs> so right. first up. First favorite up. performance. Mm. I always get the order wrong, but I think I got it right this time. Favorite performance. Habibi. Actually, it's favorite scene. Oh, yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it I knew I had it. Does, that's why I was going to You know what? Let's card. switch it up. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. I yeah. Let's switch it up. Yeah. You know, let's, let's fuck it. Uh, so which one are we doing then? Habibi, favorite performance. Favorite performance. <laughs> um, I did like the architect. I thought nice. he was very composed and just like um, kind of depressed by his own like creation. Like mm. from you can see like the downfall of the creator, absolutely, and that's what I really like. Well, that about you his you see that he it's kind of like a parable of someone whose um, instincts as a creator or a craftsman have been compromised mm-hmm. by other people's commercial interests. Yeah, it's, because he he that's the reason he says they couldn't put enough lifeboats on there because um, because the, the investors said that it wouldn't yeah. look good. Yeah. yeah, exactly, it would clutter the yeah. deck space. It kind of reminds me of the, I think the guy that created dynamite or something. Or he discovered dynamite, like he discovered it by accident, oh, yeah. and then they kind of like used it for for bad. It's kind of like in the same. Or way. like um a Robert Oppenheimer, like the Manhattan, yeah. the atomic yeah, yeah, bomb yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um yeah, I really loved his performance. I thought it was great. And Victor uh, Garber, yeah, is the name of the actor. Seen him in so long, like is he still around? I think he pops up. And he was yeah. in that film with um. Did anyone see the Happiest Season? No. That no. Christmas, uh, rom com with Kristen Stewart and oh. the. Sounds like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was cool because uh, she they play. It's like a, le- a lesbian. It was like one of the first mainstream lesbian oh, yes, rom coms. Oh. And he uh, plays the father. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Still yeah. around. Yeah, still with us. Still with us. Yep. Uh, moving on, Ollie. Moving what's on. your yeah. uh, favorite performance? Yes. Um, I actually hadn't written this this person down. I'd written someone else down, but um, just while we were talking, I sort of changed my answer. So I'm gonna go with Frances Fisher. I believe her name is who plays. Oh. I don't have her name. I'm sorry. The um, Rose's mother. Um, did anyone remember her name? Ruth. Mm. Ruth. Ruth. Yes, Ruth. 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 Nice. Uh, Piece of shit. What? Piece her of name. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hated her. Yeah, no, she was. She's not a very likable character, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I do like that actress. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it was a great and I thought so. she played the sort of that iciness, that icy reserve of that character, but then also you see a lot of pain behind those eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that scene, we, you guys were talking about it. You, I think, Raph, you brought up the the the, 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 the theme of, of the feminist theme or yeah. the um the theme of feminine suffering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being Repression. really, yeah, and yeah. I thought the scenes between her and Rose, um, especially that one where she's tying up her bodice mm-hmm. and she's telling her you have to marry Cal and this is the life that you have yeah. to lead. Um, I found it to be quite affecting. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, she really nailed that character well, so I'm going to go with her. Speaking of that, sorry, just before I interrupt, uh, I just want to interrupt. Um, that kind of reminded me of um, A Portrait of a Lady on Fire, 
when there was that similar scene where she was doing oh, her oh. Yeah. but it was completely different like from yeah. from what i remember yeah. um yeah so yeah, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. like a little bit of a female gaze kind of thing because yeah. you said that this is kind of a bit it's kind kind of female gaze. Yeah, I mean that's 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 kind of what I got from our our previous guest mm-hmm. Maite, who who said there are female gaze a- uh, elements like uh, Rose giving her consent every time to Jack by mm-hmm. you know yeah. you you are you paint me mm-hmm. uh, paint me like one of your you know French women uh, and before I think before they uh, make love make steamy <laughs> steamy hot love. Um, <laughs> He, she says, uh, "Put your put your hand on me, or put put your hand on my or, breast, or something." Yeah. Um, so there's always like a level of consent, uh, which is you know kind of progressive for 1997, mm-hmm. and it gives her the authority and gives her the the power, the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the power. She makes her decisions. She makes her mm-hmm. decisions, and and she yeah she kind of uses Jack as a way to like liberate herself. Mm. Um, <laughs> so it's very true. Yeah. And and like one of the last shots of the film. I think yeah. is uh, is those pic- those pictures oh. of her. Well, no, not the um the the dream sequence, but the uh the, the pictures dream? of her oh. living that life, yeah. that really adventurous yeah. life. So the whole story ends up finishing on a note that this woman got to live a life of independence, which yeah. is brings it back to that idea that this is really her story more yeah. than anything. Yeah. No, I mean I wasn't talking about the dream sequence. I was talking oh, about sorry. her li- literally letting go of Jack into the water. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, yeah, she lets him go. Your oh, favorite performance? favorite performance. Yes. Um, I think I might have two. I liked K- nice. Kathy Bates just because oh, I loved her yeah. character because she was like she knew that she didn't belong there, yeah. but she c- was kind of okay with it. Yeah. She didn't try to like impress them or try mm-hmm. to like you know change herself in a way that they would like her more. Yeah. And then I actually quite liked Billy Zane as well. I thought he was like <laughs> a really <laughs> good douchebag. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like he Billy. played that really well. He was so yeah. unlikable yeah. that's incredible wig as well. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. incredible wig. The return of Billy. And yeah. he always has like a pout. He's always like Yeah, uh, he's like um, he's beautiful lips, that man actually. His, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say the eyebrows. Oh yeah, the, the eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good looking he's yeah. a good he's, he's a good looking chap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Billy Zane. We'll have to <laughs> complete the trifecta and do Zoolander at one point. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Kathy, Kathy Bates was. I was. I was also um, kind of. Uh, I'm between Kathy uh, Bates and uh, Bernard Hill for Captain Smith. Yeah, you'd oh, like to nice. be. Oh, I, just, yeah, I, love, I love me some my captain. My captain, my captain. That that scene with him alone in the. Uh, yeah, I think there's mm. a point where there was like I was like, okay, yeah, you you are my favorite performance because um, there's a point where he just realizes he can't do anything. There, there's a point. There's you can see the despair in his eyes of a captain like. Because kind of that's sea. that's also yeah. like the um that is the, you gotta imagine that for a captain that's the greatest tragedy or like yeah. f- personal yeah. failure that yeah. your ship goes down yeah. and cause you bear the responsibility for everyone on that ship. And it was mm. his last send off as well. Exactly. He's supposed yeah. to um, yeah. retire. Yeah. 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 Kind of journey. Irony. It's kind of <laughs> like that character in the um, action films, like the partner who's like two weeks from retirement. Yeah. It's always it's always <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, like... I'm just gonna go live on the beach with my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Can't you, wait to see the kids. <laughs> I wish I really wish that uh, for him. Finally just, got my pension coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Retirement never felt so sweet. Um, but yeah, so there was just that moment uh before he Elo locks himself in his uh, in the in his what what would you call it in the in the captain's deck, I guess? Um quarters. Yeah, quarters, quarters. Um yeah. where yeah, he's just lost and he the bridge. Just, Is it the bridge? The bridge? I don't Maybe. know. I don't I know, think it's but Star that Trek. room, yeah. and he locks himself in, and he's like, "I'm sinking with my ship," and I thought that was a really effective, um, moving kind of uh, moment. 
and he he just did he was so nuanced did so little mm. but then Kathy Bates I her moment um when they're in the in the rows in the in the smaller in the smaller boats and he's yeah. like come on you like these are your men out there like well, aren't we doing anything but she also knows that she doesn't she wants to survive and she yeah. doesn't want to also help so there were like moments like that um so yeah some some uh, some good supporting characters I think um, mm. around yeah because yeah, none of us said. None of us said the obvious two. The obvious yeah. two. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think, think we they were overrated. that. I don't think they were that good in this film. I've already said that I didn't think yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. 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 They were. They Not weren't sold. served very well by the script either. But I yeah. don't. Yeah. I, it's a very hard know. script to work with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can. Yeah. Give them props for that. Um, right. Favorite scene. But this time I'm going to jump to you, Naringa. Me. Um. I think I've mentioned it before. I think it's probably like the dancing scene, like yeah. in the in the cheap places, you know, when they're just like having like really good fun yeah and it's that's i think the moment when i felt like this is kind of yeah like that crush or like that new love and that feeling you know when you're like especially when they're spinning around and then they have that scene when you can like see the room spinning yeah and just their face i mm. mean it's a bit corny but it's i don't know i thought it, it was quite sweet a mm. moment yeah. of fun and levity before yeah kind of yeah it down. yeah 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 that's yeah still the words that still i thought of my love yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that scene too. And 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 in the in the documentary, of the documentary, yeah, in the making of, um, it was Kate and Leo's favorite scene as well because oh, it was cool. actually a it was actually a moment of fun because the rest of the the rest of the shoot was a grueling kind of hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ollie. Um, oh, okay. So I can't believe it hasn't even been mentioned. I know. I was gonna. Say. I'll say my favorite scene is the King of the World scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna what? say the top of the movie. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, was that what you were thinking? I was no, gonna say. No, I was gonna say how come we haven't even mentioned. I mean, we'll probably That's get into true. this debate, but the fucking plank of wood. The, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no! Like, on I YouTube, mean, you can scour videos and videos upon that theory. But um, mm, yeah, yeah, go, go on. No, no. I mean, I mean. Masterful scene, really, but um, for a number of reasons, we learn a lot about physics in that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, um, no, it's yeah. I mean, I know it's like the height of corniness in a very corny film. I know that it's obviously the most parodied scene throughout yeah. from the film, and it's the most made fun of and the most memed. But I, I think it's a really great piece of pop filmmaking, yeah. and that's when the 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 music, the score, the theme, uh, my heart will go on. Yeah. Uh, from James Horner's soundtrack re- is is heard in full for the first time, and I think it's it's really powerful. And even though it does make you chuckle a little bit because it is very silly, stupid. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, if it doesn't warm your heart a little bit, I think you know, um, you're dead inside. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no life in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Really. No, that's true. That's true. It 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 always brings a little. And it's an iconic. Smile. And it's a. There's a reason you see that. That screenshot of the film, yeah. or that still yeah. from the film, pa- posted everywhere. Oh, yeah. For better or worse, it's iconic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. Um, favorite scene. Yeah, so I have like a favorite scene, but I also have a favorite moment. So the okay. favorite moment is um, the band, like just kind of like that. Uh, what is it? The motif, you know, like they kind of like show up every now and again throughout the yep. movie, yeah. and they're kind of like, this is happy and sad, and they're still playing and they're still playing songs, and then. To the final moment and I, I really like those moments but in terms of scene <coughs> in terms of scene i really liked the recreation it's so it's the exact recreation of what a gym would have looked like on a boat in titanic <laughs> and i loved it because pt habibi coming through. no well 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 it's it's really cool because like that's when uh, jack uh sneaks onto the like, yeah. first class deck mm. and she's like leave me alone leave me alone but what i found really funny was like in the gym they have like uh like a like a fake horse straddle and they have like rows yeah. and stuff and um 
I was actually pretty intrigued. I was like, how did they think of this? And I checked out what that scene was. And it's actually one of the the like-for-like physical recreations of the Titanic because there was loads of pictures of that gym, like from yeah. like back then that they discovered. So I thought that was really cool. And I just liked the, I don't know, just like the offset of like Jack trying to sneak in and say like, hey, like, you know, let's let's do this. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like that. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought it was funny. It's funny <laughs> if just Jack like went to the gym. Like, you saw yeah. scenes of Jack going to the gym. It's like, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing reps, drinking his whey protein. But it's it's funny because like, you know, like how we have like Titanic these. Bars. We have like stationary bicycles. They had stationary horses. Like, yeah. The most aristocratic <laughs> gym right? ever. Yeah. I also like your, um, your, your summary of what his speech was to yeah. Rose in that like, moment. On, let's just do let's it, do this. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Rose, come on. Like, you know, no. let's do this. <laughs> thing oh, there's me and there's you <laughs> and like you know you and me are just like, mm, on the same level so like let's just so do let's this just do it. let's do this thing fuck it we'll do it yeah, come on we'll do it live. let's uh, move to LA <laughs> <laughs> let's do this you and me baby we can make it <laughs> amazing um my favorite scene or moment as well is um the moment they realize there's an iceberg in front of them, I thought that was a very effective mo- uh, kind of sequence of, uh, of, of of suspense and thrill. Um, and you're almost thinking that they will miss it. Like, I watched it again. You know, this is probably my third or fourth rewatch of this film. I know, what? Um, but every time I'm like, it's not. they're not going to hit it. They're not going to hit it. It's not going to happen. I, I, I kind of almost don't, I don't want it to happen, but it, it's done so effectively that, like, you think they're maybe just gonna miss it, and then they just mm. they race it, and that's and then game over. It reminds me of like trying to park your car for the first time, like yeah. when you get your license. Oh my god! Parallel gosh. park. Yeah. yeah, it's a parallel park. I'm it's like, like parallel shit. park. Situation. It's when I came to the UK, I had to be on the other side. I was like, Fuck. it's kind of like when you're on a, or when you're on the top level of a double decker bus, yes, and yeah. you're watching people like cross the street in front of you, you're like. Oh! It's exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Starting moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't get it. Uh, that's probably what they fucking thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the two guys that were like yeah. supposed oh, to yeah. watch out. Yeah, they they yeah. had like a little bit of a little bit of ba- banter bus. A bit of a Rosencrantz yeah. and Gildenstern yeah, vibe. Gildenstern, for yeah, the, for sure. the, the the Muppets, the, the two guys from the Muppets. If anybody's seen the Muppet Show, oh, the guys um, that sit on the top of the yeah, the, the, the two old elderly guys yeah. in the theater box. Yeah, I can't remember their names, but yeah. So yeah, that that moment was uh, very effective, and it was also the pivotal moment where yeah, everything goes mm. everything goes down. Yeah, into the sea. Down into the sea, <laughs> under the sea. Um, right, favorite. <laughs> what's next? <laughs> uh, what's what's age the best? What's best. age yeah. the best? Why do I never remember these? Guys, we've been doing it. We've had like twenty episodes <laughs> with these questions. Yeah. By we're this we're, point. we're like I think like three months away from our second year anniversary. So like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because when it's me, I just don't get <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I'm like, fucking favorite whatever. What is it? I like it. Yeah, I like this. Uh, yeah, what's age the best first? Yeah, the best yeah. first, yeah. What's age the best, Naringa? Oh, me. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry, no pressure. <laughs> no I can pressure. go first if you want. No, no, it's okay. Uh, I think um, the soundtrack is pretty timeless. Oh, yeah. Like the oh, song, yeah. you know, it's just such a classic. But also... Just the yeah the the special effects the way it's done you know like for the nineties it's very fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But another thing I was thinking about is just 
just in terms of how like Titanic just became this like a massive pop culture thing, mm-hmm. you know, there's it's gonna be referenced pretty much like in so many movies, so many shows that you've seen, and it's like yeah. s- so many memes and things have come out of it, mm-hmm. and I think like that's it's become this timeless thing that I think is gonna be referenced forever, mm-hmm. like you know. In 20 years, people are still going to do, you know, you jump, I jump, or like, you know, I'm the king of the mm, world, or yeah, like, doing yeah. this when you're on the side, you know, like, like yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, true. James yeah. Cameron, man, he's, he, he knows how to make pop, he knows how to make pop, he knows, yeah. how, to, he knows how to make indelible kind of moments mm-hmm. and, and features. Yeah, and then he made Avatar. And then he made Avatar, which again, fucking, which is huge though. Like, well, we'll we'll save it for the next episode. But anyway, anyway, Um. God damn it, he's good. Yeah, he he just knows how to do it. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so what age? I actually, this is why we're. This is why we work, this you and me. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Ooh, yeah, let's, let's do, this. do this. You and me. So you and I have the same answer for this. Uh, the music. Yeah, I think yeah. the um. I know, again, I know it's it's a little schmaltzy. It's probably got a bit too much cheese for some people's taste, but I think it's a beautiful score. Yeah. It's a wonderful melody. It's indelible. And uh, James Horner as well um, yeah. passed away way too young in a helicopter accident, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. And he left behind a legacy of some traditional, uh, so, sorry, some fantastic yeah. uh, score, mm-hmm. score work. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say the music. And also Celine Dion, you know, yeah. icon. Kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, French Canadian song master. Yeah. Have you seen the the flute the flute version? Yeah. Um, what's it? Uh, for me, it's the set design. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like that was incredible. I think some like the the staircase, like that wooden staircase with the clock and everything. I think that was like. From the was that like um yeah was that a recreation of the of an actual room yeah then? yeah yeah and so actually if anybody's interested uh somebody recreated an actual like VR experience of the Titanic oh yeah and you could if right. if anybody owns an Oculus or whatever those like <clears throat> VR yeah. things yeah, yeah, yeah. um check it out it's very cool because you can walk the entire like ship and they've used like footage from the movie and they've used actual like blueprints and stuff and yeah it's really cool and I I I found that super impressive oh yeah. That was very, very impressive. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna jump on your wagon uh, for yeah. Uh, yeah set decoration. I mean, and like costume that design in the as well. in the in the steam room or whatever that yeah. like the the coal room. Yeah, the coal like room. Like those oh, yeah. freaking yeah. massive those machines. Oh, incredible, yeah. Yeah. incredible. Holy crap, that's awesome. It, yeah. It's kind of like Printworks if anybody's been to Printworks. Yeah, <laughs> 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 kind of yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Printworks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the rave men out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are guys yeah, yeah. being sponsored by Printworks? Printworks, you know. Printworks, uh, uh, Squarespace, and um, and Fosters. And Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just looking around the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Fosters. Um, Me just undies. kidding. <laughs> Me undies. <laughs> <laughs> Zip recruiter. But yeah, no, I t- totally. I'm gonna have to jump on on your wagon there and. Uh, yeah, set decoration, set design, and costume design—all uh, historically really accurate. I think, I think that the 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 departments that 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 put this film together—not just James Cameron, but like those other departments, like costume department and set department—like they did such a terrific job at recreating, you know, the, even the minute details um, mm-hmm. uh, of e- of every part of that ship. Mm-hmm. Um, truly authentic and impressive, um, just work. 
um, in terms of yeah, recreating the ship itself. Um, so big, big, big shout out, and they yeah. you know they got their Oscars for it. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah really good shout out and well received. <laughs> no, no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> no, that's the wrong one too. Oh <laughs> my all God. the wrong ones. All right, what's aged the worst? Oh yeah, those those sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's aged the worst? Is, for me, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess Jack and Rose. Yeah, their love story. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, that's aged the worst. I think so. Why? I, I just don't buy it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't buy mm-hmm. into the whole like. Does it feel too teenage? It feel. Yeah. I mean, maybe my teenage emotions uh, would have like they definitely felt something when they when when I watched it when I was that you know that age or when I was younger, and I definitely probably had a tear or two. But now I'm just like, get over yourselves, guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, just do this, man. Let's just do yeah. this. Yeah. Very much. Let's do this thing. Um, and like, by, by this point, they'd be boinging. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I, I just. They I, did boing. Yeah, I know. But like, they took their fucking time doing it. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a day after they met. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I wanted guys. it within an hour. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it just, yeah, I just don't. I don't buy. I think I buy the fact that she's using him for her own, for mm. her own independence mm. and for her own freedom. Mm. I want to give her the power, not not the love story, the power. Yeah, mm. Naringa. Oh, um, probably. Um, I mean, there's like a very, as you said, whitewashed film, right? Oh, like, yeah. there's no people of color, and yeah. even the representations of yeah. the Italians and other people are quite poor. Um, so I think that's what's aged the worst for me. Yeah, yeah, very white film. Mm. Absolutely. So I'm going to follow up that really serious and thoughtful answer with something even more serious and thoughtful, which is, I think Leo's hair has aged the worst. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, I know. Everyone, obviously... I thought he, he was cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he inspired something called Leo Mania when yeah. this film came out. Like, he was the pinup idol. He was, he was. adored. Um, he was considered a real heartthrob. And yeah, he was a bit of a style icon, like the, the long floppy hair. And, you know, that's a style that I think you see a lot I think has come back that '90s sort of yeah. long fringe curtains look has come back in the last five mm-hmm. to ten years. But um, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem. It didn't seem. Uh, what, what do you? What's that like? Yeah, you with your long hair. No, but it's yeah, different. Like, you hating on him because of your hair? No, he has straight <laughs> personal. He has straight hair. It's, di- it's different. It's, it's different. different. He can slick it back. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it di- I don't know if it was. Um, uh, if it was period authentic, um, and also. Yeah, I don't know. But he's, he's contemporary. He's progressive. He's uh, he's like a man. He's, of the time. he's a man out of time. Yeah, yeah, he's a man out of time. He's an artist. He's a painter. Yeah, yeah, but um, really still, hair. I think I think the the hair is aged the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's personal, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I've got a grudge you match. You wish to you could here. have the hair like that. That's what <laughs> you've got great hair, Ollie. What are you talking about? <sighs> yeah, I look, I, I just want to be Leo. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, I want to be Leo too. Don't we all want to be Leo? <laughs> yeah. I want to be Leo. I want to be Kate. Yeah. Just don't buy their love story. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, whitewash Leo's hair, love story. What else we got? Damn, I had it because like yeah, I, had to, I had to like rethink of like a bunch of things because you said everything that I wanted to say. Um, but what's age the worst? Yeah, I agree with you with the whitewashing. Yeah. I also agree. With, well, I don't know about the hair. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love my hair. Um, damn, I spaced out. What was it? Uh, there's there's probably a few things. Um, there was there was co- like. There was a lot about this movie that I did not like and that yeah. I did not enjoy. Um, 
What well, maybe the the framing device, perhaps the present day yeah, the present sequences? Day oh sequences. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that especially like yeah. I was just like unnecessary. That was for Bill Paxton to come in and. Can we? Yeah. Can we? Can we press pause for you, a second? When you guys said that, uh, Bill Paxton, I was like, where was this dude in the movie? And I realized it was <laughs> the part that I present hated. Yeah. yeah. So um, just before we we move on and wrap this up, yeah. Since you didn't, this is the first mention we have of Bill Paxton. The uh, this, okay, so this script has a lot of WTF lines in it, but the yeah. most WTF of them all, where I literally had to pause and say, what was what he talking about? Was when, towards the end of the film, they for some reason they feel they need to give Bill Paxton's character an arc of some sort, <laughs> even though he's just a storytelling device, ultimately. Yeah. And so he's talking to the grandmother's, to Ro- older Rose's granddaughter, and he says to her something to the effect of, I just never let Titanic in. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what the mean? fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, homie, what are you talking about? I don't get it. He's just here for his paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I mean, Bill Pax is a great actor. Oh, he was trying Bill to Pax. sell that line, but that was, I mean, Jesus, that was rough. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. No, I, yeah, I love, I love Bill Paxton. And a funny little, uh, well, not funny, but a, a little anecdote. My old uh, teacher at New Image, Philip Granger, um, it was best friends with, with, um, Bill Paxton and they grew up together uh, in in Los Angeles. Oh, and they kind of like started their careers together, um, and then Phil Granger kind of moved to Vancouver, and I think um, Bill Paxton attained fame quite quite quickly, especially with James Cameron films. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So R.I.P. Bill. Uh, he's yeah, yeah, he's a truly a great actor and and just a great dude. Seems like a great mm-hmm. all around. Was he in Avatar? No. Oh no, no. no. he, he passed away. Uh, no, he, he passed away only a few years ago. I oh, think. was it? Oh, yeah, okay, like four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. All right, we ready now for the sound effect for the mystery question. Well, I don't even know if it's gonna show up, the but like, one? let's oh. try. It. Hey, hey! <laughs> mystery question, nice. and I believe it's gonna be Ollie that's gonna. Do yeah, it so I yeah I volunteered to come up with one. So my mystery question is, uh, do you guys think that Rose? Okay, say the Titanic didn't sink; they made it to New York completely in one piece. Do you think Rose and Jack would have gone the distance, or do you think they would have broken up in like a week? Um, <laughs> fuck no. I think I think Rose got everything out of out of that relationship. Um, and as soon as they as soon as they land land as soon as they get to shore, um, I Doc. feel like Doc. Yeah, one of those. Um, <laughs> she she does take his name though. Does. Doesn't she become but Rose she, Dawson? But she doesn't want to be discovered by her fiance. Yeah, that's for oh. that's for that's for yeah. you know, hidden identity. Well, she could take it any name. Yeah, identity theft is a serious. But it was, me- it was meant to be honoring his his, his legacy. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit they're, cheeky. He did I save suppose. her. You yeah. know, like, they're, yeah. they're eighteen hours together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, burning <laughs> desires. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think it wouldn't have lasted that long, and I think he probably would have just been like, "All right, well." Yeah, he was a bit of a digital nomad. Yeah, a bit, bit yeah. of a nomad, bit of a player, yeah. maybe. You know, yeah. little, 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 little. Yeah, he was, he was, he's, he's on his way to Bali. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What he, he, he doesn't seem like a guy that yeah, stays in, you know, stays in one place. Yeah, mm. he seems like a very independent person. Traveler would have, yeah, yeah, kind of nomad traveler guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that. They probably would not have stayed together, especially yeah. like considering how young their characters were at the mm-hmm. time. And yeah. you know, like seventeen, yeah, yeah, 17. like like just People's like getting married at that age. No, yeah, but it's time, but yeah. it's hard, like right, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they had, I don't know. I just yeah, I don't think that it would have lasted. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. maybe if there was something more between them, or it felt like it was actually more mm-hmm. like of a connection than a crush, then yeah. you could say that. Maybe they would have made it, but See, I see the love story. We're not buying it, guys. <laughs> yeah, We're not buying it. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I pretty much agree <laughs> yeah. with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think we're I think we're all in agreement here. I think yeah, um, I think so. I, I don't want to be cynical. Like I, I you want to believe in true love, but I also think that um, when she was faced with the reality of what it's like to be impoverished or penniless in a place like New York City, mm. for example. Yeah. I think she would be like, "This sucks." Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, they, well, she'd be like calling up Billy dump. Zane. Yeah, she'd be like, "Cool." <laughs> yes, because he would be living in like some crappy tenement building in like, like down. Other Irish kids. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> going around. Exactly. It would have been. There's like yeah. typhoid going around and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Spanish yeah. flu. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're yeah. they're COVID. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. What was I gonna say? Uh, shit. Why well, do you think? Do you think so too? You know. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. I, I, I kind of can I can I give you another bonus question? What's up? Do you think Jack haunts Rose or like comes like oh. as a, like is it like if he was a ghost, right? Do you think he's Sexy like why'd ghost. you let me go, or do you think he's like oh, I like? Well, I, I like I, what you're doing. She, like you're ha- leading a happy happy life. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I guess I I think she releases him at the end, right? Old yeah. Rose releases uh Jack with with um. With the heart of the sea, mm-hmm. um, but damn, imagine she's been. Oh my god, him. is he the heart of the sea? Yeah, I believe <laughs> is so. that is that is that the yeah, the, the metaphor right there? Yeah. Oh uh, shit, because they're both the. Oh. Boom. <laughs> 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 yes, we're making these work. We're making these work. Uh, yeah. Um, shit, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. that, that was that like super obvious. Oh, it's just whatever she said at the end. She just takes the she just yeah. takes the, the the piece of jewelry yeah. and throws it throws it in the sea. Yeah. Bill Paxton's probably like, no. <laughs> yeah, I was that? wondering like when Bill Paxton had. I mean, another nitpick. Why did the grandmother have to be flown all the way out yes. to the um to oh, this ship to this to this yeah to this this, this submersible like, vessel out in the middle of the yes. ocean? She's yeah, like a hundred. She's, she's, oh, she's like a hundred. Yeah, she's yeah. like basically a hundred years old. Yeah, and they, and, they and they then like, her, like she starts relive. telling the story. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. When they get to the end of the story, he's like, "Yeah, I, I, so I just need to know where like the heart of the stone is." <laughs> I really didn't ask for you to tell me about your first erotic experience yeah. <laughs> at 17 like no years one, old. No one asked for that as well. <laughs> it's like that one person in the smoking area that like tells you too much. It's like, yeah, I just wanted to like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny if every time they went back to the present moment, like you'd see like every other character like kind of go away. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you just, the very end. You have that like padding, yeah, you have that padding shot at the end yeah. and the Bill Pax is just there on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a copy? On the phone in the 90s. Yeah, well, it'd be on a Nokia. Like a Nokia S7 or something. Like Snake Or maybe it's on a Game Boy Color. Play like yeah. King Kong. People are like having Kong. their smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing cards or whatever. Literally <laughs> <laughs> telling the story to no one. Uh, I'm just, I'm just the rambles this of an old woman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anybody's seen this, but I remember like the initial part of like when YouTube first became a thing. Somebody made a fake trailer for Titanic 2. Oh, and in Titanic, Titanic 2, is a real thing. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's I don't a know. Movie. If, is this a fake trailer, or Titanic, am I talking about the real thing? Titanic where they like, where movie. they like, no, they like, uh, like they find Jack frozen, and they like bring him back, and they unfreeze him, <laughs> and they like introduce him to Rose as like an old lady, and they fall in love. Oh, and this was the trailer. I remember watching it as like a twelve-year-old, I think, and I was like, "What the fuck is this Titanic two story?" That's why, because I was talking to you about it, and I was like, I was like. Wasn't there like a second Titanic? Because I remember something yeah. like something that. Like that right? Yeah. Well, like bring there, Jack there is a Titanic too. There's a company out there that is responsible for. Um, 
I was responsible for like uh, remaking big blockbuster movies, but in really cheap ways. So like mm-hmm. Transformers, Transmorphers, um, the maybe, B-list, the B-list gold movies, yeah, or something the B-list like that, gold yeah. movies, and, ti- and Titanic was one of them of like recreating another blockbuster, mm-hmm. but they called it Titanic Two, and yeah, I have yeah. no idea what it's about, but if it's that, holy <laughs> shit. Well, maybe we got to do like a B movie theme we one day. Yeah. Definitely, one day. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Well, be a lot of fun. On that note, thank you, Naringa, for yeah, being with us so much. Wait, we need to do ratings. Oh, oh, we do do ratings. Oh, we do. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Maybe we could just do this. Don't make the same mistake. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So very quickly before we wrap up, what is everyone's rating for this film? Uh, Naringa, please, you're our guest. Go first. I'll go. F- oh. Um, I'd say. Everyone's thinking their things right now. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Six out of ten Jack's French girls. Oh, I like it. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I had that in the back of my pocket. Uh, nice, well nice. Played, well played. Um, I will give it. Um, s- I will give it six. Uh, pouting Billy Zanes. Out of ten. <laughs> mm. Nice. Um, oh, we might be heading towards. I think it's uh, movie. Yeah, to to a to a uniform rating oh. because I'm also gonna give it six icebergs right ahead <laughs> out of ten. Oh, round of applause for that! That was amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, so everyone said six. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think all three of us have said. I'm six. gonna give it a four. Cowabunga! Oh. Oh. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Stationary horse gym equipment. Yeah. <laughs> out of ten. Um, yeah, nice. nah. I yes, four out of ten for me. I can't. I couldn't. I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. It's a sinking ship, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Can we get one more pun out? Review. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's <laughs> that note. Um, thank you, Naringa, for being with us on this thank episode. You for it was a me. lovely, lovely yeah. time. It's been less scary than I thought it was going to be. So, nice. that's good. oh, and and you'll we'll ha- you'll it'd be great if you could come back on at some yeah, point. One hundred on a higher brow. Yeah. Film. <laughs> yeah. Next time, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on an actual classic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really. All right. All right. Well. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. You know what to do. Give us those five stars on Spotify now, on Apple, on Deezer, on Pandora. I don't even <laughs> know what exists anymore. But on Titanic. On no Titanic. Way. Well, no, that doesn't exist. That's definitely not <laughs> around anymore. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, check us out on Instagram, on Facebook. We're on all that social media jazz. Um, and yeah, get ready for the next episode because we have another guest. Federico's coming back. Yeah. We're going to do Avatar. And yeah, thank you again, Naringa. Thank you, Thank Oli. you. Thank, thank you, you Raf. Thank, thank you, you Jabe. Oh, yeah, no problem, bro. Jack, tu vas où, Jack? Jack, non, Rose, non, Rose, arrête, j'arrive. Me laisse pas, Rose. And on that note, au revoir. Oh.